Hey everybody, welcome back. So I promised this week that we were gonna talk about filler words, um, or uh, like, you know, just sort of all that sort of stuff, okay? Now, I've been editing podcasts for close to seven, eight years now, and I can tell you at the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, there's people say um all the time, and they say you know all the time, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get rid of these things, and it was a tedious process. I'd have to go through it, and I have to cut everything, and then if it was too close to a word, I'd have to find a way to cut it enough so that I could fade the front of the word, because people will say um, yeah, you know, and they go right into the next word, and it, it took a lot of time. So podcast editors for a long time have struggled with this, of like, what's too distracting, what's not distracting, and 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 what's natural and what should we get rid of and all those types of things. And we've moved into this period now where we have tools like Descript, Descript, I think is how they pronounce it, which is a new editing tool that when you record into it or when you import audio into it, it will transcribe or video, it will transcribe and you have a transcription that you can work from, you can delete words. And one of the cool features is if you pay for the, I think it's Descript Pro level, $25 a month, something like that, is that it will identify all of the filler words, all of the um or uh, like, you know, just sort of all that sort of stuff. And you can hear the number of filler words that I use in my podcast, right? And it, it's a really cool tool, but, and it makes it easy. It makes it easy, but it can be abused. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about philosophy and what you should remove and all those types of things. And, and Descript actually, they've talked about this a lot as well because they of course have the tool. So I want to share some of their thoughts and share some of the, um, the things we know about filler words and, and some funny things as well. So like I told you last week in last week's episode, my philosophy and, and the philosophy for um, Emerald City Productions is that we generally will remove about 85%. If, if I want to quantify it, it's about 85% of filler words because we're leaving the natural pauses, the natural filler words, the, the you know, like when someone really truly is asking the question, do you know what I'm saying? Um, or there's a pause that needs to be left in there. So we leave those types of things because even though we have the power now to just in one click eliminate all the filler words, it doesn't mean that we actually should, okay? Applying all to those types of things is wonderful. And, and maybe if you're doing a, uh, like a scripted speech, uh, a, a video for YouTube, things like that, where you want it to be really, a course, uh, an audio book, things like that, where you want it to be really polished, you, you might want to do that. But in a podcast, think about it. It's really conversational. It is one of the mediums we have where people actually have conversations where they talk in long form about things. And so killing all of the filler words, killing all of those pauses that are natural in human speech is a mistake. Okay. Descript has this term that I think is funny. And, and it, uh, one of their email writers, Megan Schmidt, used it. And they, they've coined it. And they, it, says, it says they've trademarked it. Total filler word annihilation, TFWA. You don't want that, right? Um, because it leaves people sounding unnatural, robotic, all that sort of stuff. But to keep a podcast not too distracting, you do want to get rid of most filler words. Okay. So you have to decide what to cut 
and what not to cut. And I like some of the things that Descriptive said and some of the other editors I've listened to. Basically, if it's distracting, if the person says, um, before the beginning of every sentence, if they say like at the end of every sentence, or if they say like every three words, you've got to remove some of those because it's going to be really distracting. But again, if you remember back to last week, you've got to do it without making it sound too obvious because that obvious edit, that really bad edit is going to be distracting as well. So that's what I was saying. Like when I used to do this, if there was a a filler word that was attached to another word, I would edit it out. But sometimes I maybe, I think probably went too far and shouldn't have done that. Um, So You've got to know what's distracting and what's not. And Descript in a recent email shared some information about filler words, like scientific information, which is really cool. And I wanted to share some of that with you Um, because knowing how filler words work on a listener's brain can actually help you decide which ones add value and which need to go. Okay. So we've got scientists and psychologists and all that have actually studied this. So hearing their information and hearing what they've learned will actually help you. Um, So one of the things that they shared was that filler words actually can convey information. So they can convey information about a person's state of mind, the emotion underlying their words, or their pattern of speech. And that tells you something about who the person is that's speaking. Okay. While some filler words are important for pacing, right? You think about, they mentioned comedy. It can actually build uh, build tension and things like that and, and create a, a way for people um, to wonder what's coming up. There are actually psychologists that have found out that filler words can actually help make speech easier to remember. It gives the listener's brain a break to process what was heard. And they, they link to a study. I'm going to share it. So if you, if you really want to read an actual psychological study with an abstract and all those types of things, um, you can, let me, let me read a little bit from the abstract here in this, uh, psychological paper, the American psychological, uh, association. So here's the abstract. Disfluencies such as pauses, ums, and uhs are common interruptions in the speech stream. Previous work probing memory for disfluent speech shows memory benefits for disfluent compared to fluent materials. Complementary evidence from studies of language production and comprehension have been argued to show that different disfluency types appear in distinct contexts and as a result serve as a meaningful cue. If the disfluency memory boost is a result of sensitivity to these form meaning mappings, Forms of disfluency that cue new upcoming information, such as fillers and pauses, may produce a stronger memory boost compared to forms that reflect speaker difficulty, repetitions. So, and then it goes on and on, and it's a lot of scientific um, worded scholarly writing, but if I'll share that if you want to take a listen to it. So long story short, filler words actually help the listener remember what you're saying. Let that let that sit with you for a little bit. Those pauses, those ums, those you knows actually are helping people remember what you're saying. Now, one of the things that's important, and this is why I like especially sharing um, writings from people last week like Robin and this week like Megan here, is that filler words 
also have an, a, a major factor, which is gender. Okay, so she um, shares in this email a source from the Journal of Language and Social Psychology that I will share as well, that women are more likely to use discourse markers is what they say. So things like, I mean, you know, like. The use of these discourse markers is correlated with how frequently women are interrupted, okay, which is a lot more than men if you didn't know that. And, and they share a study of that too. I'll put all these in there. So using filler words can actually be a way, a woman's way of signaling that she is still speaking. Okay. I, in all the discussions about filler words, that was something I've, I've never come up. And of course I'm a man, so probably wouldn't be thinking like that. So I'm going to share these because that's very interesting. Um, the, there's another study in here that I'll share uh, that, that basically sums up what we've been talking about is that the most effective speech, the most effective conversation occurs when filler words are used moderately. So it's not all the time where it's distracting, it's moderation. Okay. And so that's why when we're editing filler words, moderation has to be the goal. Okay. And when you're thinking about, well, how much is moderation in different conversations, you have to think about, okay, is this a scientific discussion on a science podcast, or is this a more informal discussion between two friends uh, on a podcast like um, The Bro Code or I've, you know something between a few friends or, or people that are discussing a TV show and, and it's a fan podcast or something like that. So when you're editing something that's scripted and really formal, you want to remove more filler words, but when it's less formal, leave more filler words, things like that. Okay. Um, I mentioned, you know, this, this, some of this information came from Descript. Uh, Descript is a wonderful tool. I love their auto filler word removal. It identifies all the filler words and you can remove all, but you can also go one by one and hear how things are working and whether you should leave them or not. One of the suggestions that Descript has is that if you're using Descript in your recording, uh, you can actually record without avoiding filler words, kind of like I do normally, but maybe just talk a little bit slower. And that allows Descript as a tool to remove those filler words more easily because it can find them more easily. If you're talking fast and running all your words together, it, it's gonna be harder for a tool like Descript to work. Okay. And I'll go back and sum up. I think the best advice that any editor can have for any edit, any edit, whether it's fillers, words or not, is that just take your time and take that time at the beginning to listen. Don't dive into an edit right away and, and, and plow through and then get to the end and realize, oh my gosh, I over edited this because these people by the end, didn't sound the way that I thought they sounded. So take some time right at the beginning, five minutes, 10 minutes to jump around in the edit or jump around in the recording and listen to how people talk. Again, that's the one of the, the, the hints from last time. Listen to how people talk, listen to how they're conversing, and you will get a much more natural edit with the right amount of filler words removed. So again, I hope this was helpful. I'm gonna share a bunch of resources um, and information studies from this episode and from the articles that I shared in this episode. Uh, I would love it if you liked the last two episodes, if you're a podcast editor, um, go check out these articles, read them, 
And if you think other people should be hearing this information, please share it with them. Um, Leave a rating and review for me wherever you listen to podcasts. That's always helpful. And I will see you again next week.